Yeah. What's up, everybody? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype. <laughs> it's big game, 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 big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah, <laughs> set the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Buzz. Said everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Buzz. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game James. Yeah, Big Game James. Big Game James. What's going on, everybody? It's your guy, Jay Stocks, and this is Big Game Sports Buzz with Sports Fanatic and the Pro Athlete. Come together, talk about sports and everything else around it. We're a little bit later, but that's okay because it's on the Buff Nerd. But you know who was here? The man, the myth, the legend, the reason why we even have this show called What It Is, Big Game James. What up, dude? How you feeling? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Hey, man. Um, I'm just happy to be here. I'm glad I'm, to be I'm here. I'm glad you're here, man. I'm and so glad that... Hey man, my computer was doing something a little retarded for a sec. Excuse my language, a little crazy. I think we're good now, Broham. You know what I'm saying? But I think we're good. Yeah, well, we're good, part. man. We're always good. We're always good. Thank you for uh, those that are tuning in to us right now. As always, make sure that you like, subscribe, and hit that bell so you know when we do come on. Uh, of hey. course, make sure that you share because we always love to have more people share in the fun with us. Yes, Make sure sir. that you comment because I will put up your comment despite what other people may feel or say. Boy, won't I will he, put it up there. Won't will he won't he? Oh, yes, he will. So uh <laughs> of course we got four downs. Oh hell no, keep it on the court, and one gotta go. And of course, America's favorite list, the top five, which tonight is top five rap duos. Now Big game came with this, and we've done this before, kind of, sort of. We're going to see how this all works out, because remember, these are duos. These are duos, right? Duo. Duo. Duo means two. Let's get it right. Keep it tight. Keep it right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> my guy, Ricky T. What's going on, Ricky T? Two birds, one show, checking in. Appreciate you coming in, man, uh, for sure. Good to see you. Good to have you. Make sure that you check these guys out. Two Birds, One Show, Philly Sports Craft Beer. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Even though they're Philly guys, phenomenal guys. Hey, man. Thursdays, Ricky, is a, Ricky is a riot, dog. Love Ricky it. Ricky is a love riot. It. And of course, Dieter is fantastic as well. Uh, we love having these guys on Big Game Entertainment. Check them out. Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, West Coast. You got to figure it out. I, I don't know with the time change. I, I don't know how that works. So, you like know, I'm coming back with by two. Or three. I got you. That's that's not what I do anymore. So, <sighs> Jesus 
look, I'm listen. Here's a real quick rant. Why do we have daylight savings time? We're the only one that does it. Well, you know, it's not happening anymore, right? This is the last time that you that will spring forward. We're not we're not falling back anymore. Until I see it in law, I don't believe it. That's that's word on the street, dog. You think everybody's lying? Yes, yes, I do. CNN hasn't told me that. Did you really just go to? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna find this. Appreciate you, Rick. <laughs> you guys rock again. Make sure you check them out Thursdays, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They have a take on craft beer. Look, they go deep, and they will help you figure out the best way to get your craft beer on. If you haven't started, you should. Uh, your your boxes are coming. So just to let you know, your boxes are coming. But tonight, look, we got a lot of stuff we got to get into. So uh, without further ado, let's get them four downs. All right, so in our four downs and our first down, this is this is a good question because we've kind of touched on this before, but should the Colts trade for Lamar Jackson is the question. I mean, I, Grandad's good to see you, my guy. Way to be in here. Yes, we lit. Um, should the Colts trade for Lamar Jackson? Now, what you give up for Lamar Jackson, is it worth it? Is the real question. Because you got to give up at least two number ones. He's a he's a game changer, man. He is a game. Yes, two number ones. But if you get and can build, if you can get a franchise quarterback, because Matt Ryan set them back and so did Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Colts have been going backwards since Andrew Luck retired. They got to find something to build around. You know what I mean? Like for so long, Peyton Manning was the was the staple there, and then yeah. Andrew Luck comes in, and you they have a solid quarterback foundation. They're consistent yeah. in the AFC South, which is still stupid to me that they're anyway <laughs> part of the South. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah. they, they're competitive. Then they don't have a quarterback anymore, and the next thing you know, they can't keep their head above water. They're scrambling. Why not make the move for Lamar Jackson? I think that's something that could change that franchise around and get them relative again because their defense isn't horrible, right? So I think something it's could not. change if they, you know what I mean, if they pull somebody but in. Yeah, the line is not good. I think we can agree on that. But they have a good, a very good running back. Um, is he Is he healthy? When he stays healthy, yes, you're right. Okay, so when he's healthy and, and you know, this was something that really we need to talk about at some point in time is the devaluation of the running back in the wow. NFL. Boy. Because that is beyond ridiculous. Man. Uh, so should, should the Colts trade for Lamar Jackson? Sure. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, they should because they don't have any prospects there and they're not high enough, essentially, to get the quarterback what's, that they what's want. What's the draft order? But God, dog, I had it pulled up, and I I went out of it, and I want I can't remember where, exactly where they draft. I'm trying to let me pull that up. Let 
I don't know. We'll we'll look at it. But I mean, it's I mean, unless they're in the top five, right? Then they ain't got it. You know, they're they're not gonna get who they want. Uh, I'm okay. They're they're number four. They're number four. So they could get a a Bryce Young. Potentially, they could potentially get so now he's. What Carolina? What is Carolina gonna do with the number one overall pick? They're getting a quarterback. Okay. You don't you don't jump up there for nothing. Right. And for, this draft class isn't lineman. super super quarterback heavy. I mean it's you got CJ Stroud, you got Bryce, Young, you got you got Levin you got, from Kentucky, and then you got Stinson, please. You still got him. And uh Anthony, um, your boy from Anthony Richardson, um, but Richardson's not gonna be ready to play. They, the Colts need somebody. To, the way that division is right now, they need someone to play right now. If they can get someone that can come in to play right now. They yes, and that's Lamar Jackson. All these rookie that, that, quarterbacks yes. are great talents, yes, but are they gonna be ready to come in the NFL and be the man right now? I don't think so. I mean, I think they're t- gonna be very. I think there's a very talented quarterback. I don't know they're gonna be ready to take the field and lead. The way Lamar Jackson could come in the league. But here's the question I have for you as is, is a fan to a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Says, look, the Colts are in a rebuilding situation. Let's call it what it is. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're in a rebuilding situation. So if you get Lamar Jackson, the reality is you may have him for the next, let's say, four years. Four or five years. Look, hey, Lamar only got four years left on his on it on it on his body. He is a mobile quarterback. Okay, Jack. Yeah, he is, but he man, he's got more once, than four. Once you once you start breaking down, and you look, we have seen this over and over and over and over again with court with mobile quarterbacks. Once they start getting injured, it's over. It, it's it's they're on the downhill slide. There are a few mobile. Go ahead, name them. Name the mobile quarterbacks that have had at least eight years in the league. Michael Vick. Went to prison, and I knew you were going to say that, but he went to prison for a couple of years. Okay, man. You Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll give you, like, maybe Randall Cunningham. Maybe, but was he in, like, for eight years? Yeah. I, I don't know. Let's see. So, I mean – like he's the only one that comes to mind that says, "Okay, he's been in the league as a mobile quarterback." Randall Cunningham spent sixteen seasons in the NFL. He is an 16. anomaly. He's an anomaly, right? But if you look at the other ones, RG three. Hold on, let's 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 do this. You gonna think I'm crazy? I always think you're crazy, game. That's why we hang out. Um, what about Steve Young? Would you consider Steve Young a mobile quarterback? Steve Young was considered a mobile quarterback for his time. Huh. For his time. We're gonna time now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you do you consider him not a mobile quarterback because he was Caucasian? Is it um, no? Let's, let's ask the no. question. No. No. Because hey, remember this guy? Remember that guy? Remember him? He's a mobile quarterback and he's white. And guess what? He's not in the league. He didn't stay in the league long. It didn't have nothing to do with being mobile. He. <laughs> It did. Johnny Manziel was out of the league because he was a mobile quarterback, and that was it. 
Well, partly, but should yeah. he had ever been a first round? Should he ever been picked where he was picked anyway? No, that part. No, so it's different. Steve Young spent 15 seasons in the league, and yes, while but he, he changed his game, throw, he could run. Okay, okay, okay. He okay. is. He was considered a mobile quarterback when he was at Tampa Bay. That's fine. At Tampa Bay, he was considered a mobile quarterback because he would use his feet and could run a little He bit. had to run in Tampa because of his oh, line. Yeah. <laughs> but when he got to San Francisco, he didn't run as much. So he was West Coast offense a- is a little bit different, too. Okay, fine. But again, that still goes to the point. It don't matter what color you are. If you, have a, if you are a mobile quarterback, I know a that. mobile quarterback. I just had to ask the question, Jay. Mobile quarterback. <laughs> you ain't gonna. You're not gonna last. Oh man. So All that's right, why man. I say yeah, four, maybe five, but he's gonna have to change his game, or the oh, system will have dude. to change. Man. Okay, man. I mean, but I think he has more than four years left in the tank. I think it's a good move for India because this is the thing. You, if we say. Lamar Jackson only has four good years left. Yes. Then that's not a good investment for the Indianapolis Colts to give up two first no. round picks to go yeah. get Lamar Jackson. Because they're not so, there. They're not a quarterback away. Would you agree with that? They're but not it starts there. Away. They can't just keep running with Jonathan Stewart. Uh, it, I mean, Taylor, what the right Stewart? Well, Taylor, my bad. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. I'm thinking, man, I don't know why Carol. I said something about Carolina name Stewart just popped in my head from yeah. back in the day. But it's someone's got a kid, bro. Something does, but you start with a quarterback, with a fresh quarterback, with a young quarterback that you can say, hey, we're going to build our, offering, our offense and team around. I'm not knocking Lamar. Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal talent. But if I'm rebuilding my team mm-hmm. and I'm saying, okay, in the next three years, because that's generally what, I would say a franchise gives a quarterback, I mean, a, a coach, mm-hmm. right? A new head coach. They say, look, we're going to give you three years. Now, a lot of times the NFL has been like one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. But essentially you get three years, right? You get three years to change the franchise. And if you don't change it and make it better within those three years, you're out of there. Jay, let me ask you this, man. Yes. What if... They go young. What if they decide to draft? Right. What if they do what the Jets did and get a Zach Wilson that they can't that they they're dying to get rid of and they're begging for Aaron Rodgers to come in because they realize how much they whiffed on the quarterback position? It sets you back so far. It does. It does. I mean, it's a crapshoot. And and the the sad part about it is we're about to move transition it to two. It to uh, second down is listen. You can hit on a quarterback that's in the first round. You can hit on a quarterback that's in the fourth round. It, it's it's about culture. It's about coaching. And it's about what that person, that quarterback, is able to do with what he's got. And, and it, I mean, hey, there you go. Second down. Let's get to it. Ole Miss women's b-ball coach. Creating a culture. Coach Yo, what you think about this? Man, listen, reading and, and starting to hear this story of, you know, how she grew up and being yeah. away from her family, coming through, putting getting through school, moving yeah. up the ranks of coaching. 
it's a feel good story. And for them to go in and knock off a number one seed like the Stanford Cardinal, Cardinal, and what Stanford's right. been doing in the NCAA tournament for the last couple of years, sure. and how good they are, it's a good, it's a feel good story. Um, I'm loving the storylines of the NCAA right now, men and yeah. women, because it, it's pulling you in and making you want to, you know, watch it and, and keep you in tune of what's going on. And I believe in anything you do when you can, when you've been losing for so because they said prior to Coach Yo getting to Ole Miss, they had not finished better than like five over the last decade, like 10 years of not being relevant at all. And to get this team to where they can finish in the top four of the SEC is is saying a lot about what she's doing and the culture she's creating for those girls and how they're playing for, man. And it's just, you know, it's a good story, man. All right, hey Wallace, good to see you, my God, man. We got something for you, bro. It's it's coming, it's coming. Um, yeah, I think that's a. This tournament has been interesting because basically everybody's bracket is busted, Boy. and ain't nobody got a good bracket. Nobody is clean. Nobody, and if they if they say they are, they're lying. They are lying. Tell them whip it out, fresh, okay? Because ain't no way. Um, but the women's bracket is good. I, the men and women's because, because you're knocking off the ones and the twos and, and you have top seeded and blue buds that are, you know, normally there in this chalk, not this year. You, there's what's a paladine. What the hell is a paladine? They won a game, right? I mean, it's man. Next thing you know, you're going to see Delta state in there in the angry Oakers. Yeah. And I, I was thinking this. <laughs> You gonna see the angry old shockers, you know, saying the banana slugs, and I'm all for it. Like I want to, I want to see that. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that's brackets across America right now. Oh my gosh, so broken, so so broken. And I think that's a, but I think that's a good thing because that now provides, um, you know, a, a sense of polarity where it's like, look, just because you went to Kentucky. Just because you're going to Duke, just because you're at Kansas, that don't mean you're going to win. And a lot of these kids, a lot of these teams that are winning are older teams. They're juniors. They got seniors on their team. Yeah. And because of COVID, so some of these of seniors are like 50 or seniors too. They got that extra yeah. year from COVID. And it's that, you know, that grown man that's on the team is, is showing against some of those, you know, younger one and done Young. type players. But yeah. Um, you know, like I said, you just gotta like it, man. I, 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 I love, like I say, every year I, I spend my money getting in my pools with my friends, and I'm never really upset at an upset. You know what I mean? Does that make sense, Jay? Like, it doesn't bother me that a Princeton can knock out two people to get to the Sweet Sixteen. That FDU man. had people on the ropes. That Furman knocked out Virginia. Yeah, my bracket yeah. got messed up in a couple, you know, on a couple sides. But at the same time, to see these teams have that ability, and the same with Ole Miss women, like I said, to just be cellar dwellers of the SEC for so long to mm-hmm. get yourself to this point, it's like, yo, look I'm so at glad this. you got, man. I'm so glad you got money. You just throw away on a bracket like that, because uh, now, nah, man, you know, yeah, as we said, Wallace, see, you come in here with this already. Yeah, Purdue was going to be the first number one seed to get bounced. Wallace, he's not going. 
Yeah. He doesn't want to talk about that, Wallace, because he's the guy who loves to say, I told you so. He doesn't like to be told, I told you so. <laughs> what? Why the long sign of breath, Jay? Like, what's the dilly, dog? Man, let's move on to third down, man. I just. Damn. Wow. All right, fine, whatever. Damian Lillard basically is uh, calling people out for ring chasing and saying that, uh, well, what did he say? You know what he said? Uh-uh. No. I mean, that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah, just stop. So. Well, I you mean, know, the, the whole debate came up, Jay. Um, when I graduated on, on Jay, on Jay, I'm Jay, on Damian Lillard saying that uh, so much emphasis is put on uh, rings and that it's devaluing players because it's like if they don't win a ring, they're not as good as players that do win rings. And we've had this topic of discussion before in the chop shop. And the reason I thought about it when I saw the interview was, is it Dame's way of making an excuse for taking the money to stay in Portland and not position himself to get with a team that was really more competitive? Absolutely. Or does he have a point? <laughs> no, that's why. Now, look, every day when you turn on TNT, basketball and you have Shaq, Ernie, Kenny and Chuck. What do they always talk about? What do Kenny and Shaq always talk about with Chuck? How many rings? How many rings? And I found a quote, man, if you want me to, you know, kind yeah, of read, read it and quote. say, but you know, in a nutshell, he was on um JJ Reddick's podcast the old man in the three. And, you know, mm -hmm. he basically said, he said, the NBA I play in now is not the NBA I came into. You know, he said, I think about it all the time that I don't know if I can play a long time because I don't enjoy what the NBA as a whole is becoming. And what he meant was, he says, I feel like I play for the love of the game. I want the competition. I want to know what it feels like to win. I want to see my teammates do well. I want to see my teammates get paid. I enjoy the bonding part of it. We spend more time with each other than anybody else, but now that doesn't count. Regular season doesn't count. Get a ring. This guy's the MVP. This guy did this. What is this? So he's saying like so much emphasis is putting on getting to the, the playoffs, getting a ring, that it's not about the camaraderie and building part. I don't I, – I, I'm torn. I, I mean, not torn because I respect Damian Lillard as a player. But right now, Jay, I think I feel like he's fishing for an excuse to to help pad the fall he's gonna have because his window of opportunity is closing. There's no well, the window's shut in Portland. Yeah, the, win the window's shut in Portland. They have no chance at all None. to win a championship in Portland with the roster he has around him. But and that's then he says, crying. Yeah, and he goes on to say, left. I understand that we play to win championships and we all want to win a championship. But we can't keep acting like nothing matters. Like the journey doesn't matter. We can't oh keep doing that. You not buying so, it, Jay? So, so, so what? So what I hear is he's playing. Right, he's playing for the for the check. He's mailing it in. He's saying, "Look, <laughs> I get he, it." He didn't say that in so many words, though. That's but, what he said. That's what he said, though. I look. 
I'm not out here ring chasing. I'm here for my team. I'm here for the camaraderie. But it's like people keep because what's this is what's happening. They're looking at Dame and saying, dude, you're a great player, but, but you're going to be forgotten mm. because you never won a ring. They're gonna say Dame gets forgotten. Dude, he's going to be in that list of great that never got a ring. He's going to be on that list. Mm. Like, 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 here's like the Jim deal. Kelly? Here's the deal. He's going to be, he will not make the top 75. Like, like that next generation of great Oh, like players, the next wave of. When they, the next wave, yeah, when they go like to maybe the top 100, right, of all time, they ain't going to be there. He's he's great, but he won't be there because you got people like Steph Curry that's going to be there and Clay Thompson is going to be there and and Green will be there because they've won championships. Well, Kyrie. So will Kyrie Irving be there because he has a championship too? Kyrie will be there. He has a championship. I I, I mean, I I, I got KD will be there. He has a championship. Now, you just said KD wasn't elite, Jay, but he's still not this year. Okay, that's what you're saying. You're not I, saying I, never I, was elite. You're just saying never. Oh, no. Okay, okay. KD I got was you. elite. I got you. He okay. was elite. Okay. Now I won't, he's I won't misconstrue your words then, brother. My bad. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I, you know. Yeah, Dame just wanted the money and he got it because, you know, that Portland's not. Yes, they're not. When McCollum left, he cried about it. He was like, I can't believe it. They're not trying to win here. And he asked for a trade then. How soon we forget. He wanted to get out of Portland, but everybody was like, uh, "That that number's too high." But we, he he could have. I don't know, bro. Do you think he'll be a Hall of Fame player? Yeah, Dame's a Hall of Fame player. His he just not gonna have the legacy of a Steph or Clay, kind of like you said, because he doesn't have the rings to go with it. Because Jay, let's stop the the present thing. But Dame doesn't like like it. He said he doesn't like what the game is going when it comes to this. Yeah. When it comes down to the GOAT debate between Mike and LeBron, at the end of the day, what is what does everybody start talking about? The rings. number of what? The number of rings. rings. The conversation doesn't stop. It hadn't just become that. That's been a measuring tool yeah. for a lot of people for a long time. And like you said, that's why Charles Barkley feels the way he does a lot because he can't talk about certain things with Kenny and Shaq on the show because he didn't hit the pinnacle. So whether Dame likes it or not, the, the, the conversation of rings isn't going anywhere. It's not. And nor that, should that's, it. That's the reason why Charles went to Houston with Scottie Pippen yeah. to get a ring. That's yeah. the reason why Gary Payton and Carl Malone went to L.A. to get a ring. Right. They wanted a ring. They didn't they even wanted play. A ring. They wanted a ring. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So this whole deal of, well, you know, the way the, the league has been that way. It has been that way before you came in the lead, Dane. Mm. So it's not a all of a sudden thing. It's not right. a it's starting to get that way. It's been that way. Okay. Right. The big three when you had out in Boston, the original big three. Oh, you talking about uh KG and yeah. Jesus Shuttlesworth and Paul Pierce? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That they didn't have a ring. But they said, look, if we get together. We know we can take the East. We just got to make sure we take the West. The West is going to be. And they did it. Yeah. And they won. And that was it. So, Jay, do you think 
do you honestly think? Because I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to figure out in my mind what Dame Willard was really thinking about when he came up and said what he said. Because when it came out, I was like, "Damn, why is our show over a week away?" Because this we need to talk about right now. Like it was like just a lot of days between when Jay Stogg's not gonna get right. together. But right, I was like, "Damn." With everyone already switching teams where they have over the past, no one would have ever judged you for walking away from Portland to go get with a contender. At all. Same thing with a Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is a great talent that a lot of people are going to forget because he stayed in Washington to get the bag. And he will never win anything. He's not even the best player on that team anymore. Kyle Kuzma is. And his – and. It's that part that we have now starting to forget him. I, and in my opinion, we've already forgotten him. Mm. He's already forgotten because there's another player that's better than him. And that's what's going to happen to Dame. There will be another player that will come on Portland that is better than him as he is on his downside of his career. And we will forget about him and say, oh, man, this guy right here in Portland. And they'll build around that guy and not Dame. Yeah. It, it, that, it is Prove really, me I wrong. Mean, no, no, no. And, and there's no debate on that one, on that <laughs> statement right there. Like, I can't even argue with you on that one. But man. I hate that, though. I, I, I hate, hate that, that I feel like Dame used this podcast with J.J. Reddick as yeah. a chance to mask the fact that he messed up by staying in Portland mm-hmm. for the money. And you can say yeah. loyal. I mean, he's being loyal to the team. Me as a as a former professional athlete, I never really bought that because I realized how dirty the game is when it comes mm. down to it at the end of the day, especially football. NBA might be a little bit different. Fans want players to be loyal, but mm-hmm. you can't be loyal to teams because they won't be loyal to you. They're loyal Man. to the dollar. So Dame took the money because it was his best payday. I don't buy. Well, I just want to be loyal to Portland and show them loyalty because they've always been good to me. You missed out on the opportunity of getting out of that situation, going somewhere to to partner up, better yourself for a championship, and now your legacy is going to be affected by it. Yeah. Uh, Wallace, I probably agree with this. Everything changed when the players could opt out of their contracts, become free agents, yeah. uh, to go join any team. It It's not only that, but it's also the fact that they can go to the media and say, I want, I, I want to trade. I want out of here. So now you hamstring the team and you do, you know, what what uh old boy in LA now did, right? Where he was in San Antonio. Um who Kawhi? Yeah. Ka- Kawhi was like, Oh, my leg hurt. I can't play. My leg hurt. I can't play. So he sat out. He sat out. Scotty Pippen did the same thing in Chicago, right? Because he felt like he got he should have got a better contract. He felt like he was not getting his shine, so he had a headache, can't play. Well, he took that. You, uh, yeah, you're right, but he took the deal, bro. No one made he you sign that deal. contract. You, you you're took right. the first thing they offered you, opposed to really waiting it out to get the better. I don't know, bro. He I, he I, held out, but I mean, you know, that is what it is, man. Uh, and that really kind of leads into the fourth down. Do sports need villains to make them better? I like this when you ask me this question. I so. Over the weekend, and this guy has been really kind of on our show too damn much. Too damn much, really. But Dylan Brooks damn. from the Memphis Grizzlies got suspended because he because of a tech he, taunting, he playing the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
and it was his 18th. So after 16, it's 18. Okay, so when they hit 18, yeah. when they get the suspension, so on, on your 16th one, you get your next game suspended, and every two after that, you get suspended again. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, I, okay. So, so that's what it is. So it leads up to the 16, right? And on that Thanks, 16th Buffett. one, yeah. Hey, that's what I do. So it's like okay, and he feels like, well, that's his job. That's his job. He he has to be that guy. Like his nickname is Dylan the Villain. Okay, Jay. So go ahead yeah, and go finish ahead. your point. Because I, I, no, I just have a question. I have a I like the question. And I yeah. feel like every sport is a little bit different. I think basketball is easier to designate a villain and to have a villain. But why is it it seems like Dylan Brooks is trying his best to be that villain? Like it seems like he's going out of his way and pretending to be something that I don't think he is. I believe Dylan Brooks is a fake tough guy. I just believe that he's a <laughs> fake tough guy. There's nothing that I see about Dylan Brooks that makes yeah. me go, God damn, man. Like, you know, back yeah. in the day, like Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, dudes like that, was you was like, was these it? fools are these, these, you know, them was some dirty elbow having brothers and ashy knuckles. Like, they was going to put it down, yeah. right? They were goons. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is not that guy to me. Like, he still wants to try to be a pretty boy and a thug at the same time, bro. Like, it does not go to me. And Pat Bev is another one. Pat Bev wants to be that guy. And I I said this before, and I said it in a post on social media, and everybody's like, man, you tripping me, game. Dylan Brooks is trying to be Patrick Beverly to me. Like, he's trying too hard. Like, I just – I don't like it. But villains are needed. Villains are needed. natural villain. Oh, okay. So his his and and I I'm glad you said that, uh, because he is Pat Bev 2.0. He is uh you know in in every iteration we talk about NBA there have been Lance Stevenson was a villain he, that right. he messed with people because that's how he felt he can get in their heads right uh, uh you know. It, that's just you talked about Oakley and you talked about, you know, um Dennis Rodman was a villain, right? Right, right. Um, I mean Latrell Sprewell, considered a villain. Like these are now, villains. Do you think Sprewell's a villain just because he choked his coach? Is that what it was? I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it, but you know, <laughs> Ron Artest, villain. Oh, right. That's a good um, hey, but then, and then he changed his whole image and went to Meta World Peace. Metal World Peace, you know. I still think uh, he's a villain. Green is another one who's considered a villain. Draymond, right? Yeah. yeah, Draymond Green is considered a villain. What's crazy to me is when they when they have people like KD is a villain because he switched teams. Uh, uh, Do you agree uh, with that one, Jay Stocks? Because he's I not don't. the first to change teams, but he no. caught more hell for it because of the team he went to. I think LeBron James caught he yeah, LeBron it. James caught hell. I think KD caught more hell than LeBron did, man. Okay. That's a good debate. That's a good debate. Um, you know, but I mean, <laughs> he said trying to be a pretty boy and a thug at the same time. <laughs> You're right. He has to pick a lane and stay in it. Stay in your lane, bro. You don't think Wallace really don't think KD is a villain? I don't think he so was either, Wallace. A villain. No, the, the people looked at him as a villain for leaving OKC, but I'd never sure. jumped. I never jumped on that villain train. I I think okay. that was more so a small market playing a victim because they lost a star player. 
So I don't think that he ever should have been sought out as being a villain because he only did what big brother LeBron had done to go get him a, a ring. <laughs> right? Grandizer is it here? Is a villain for talking about practice. No, the media was the villain because we talk about practice, not a game. Practice. Hey, I just kept it all the way 100 <laughs> on how he really felt about the situation. That was hilarious, man. You know who's a villain and nobody really talks about? Uh-oh. Who's that? Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's a villain. <laughs> Tim Duncan's a villain, man. Come on, man. Tim Duncan, Dude, Jay? Tim Duncan, man. Now, you Tim know Duncan. Kevin Kevin Denar- Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett said that Duncan was probably one of the best smack talkers ever. That he played against. He said Duncan would hit you with the with the like the peaceful smack talk like hey get down. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> hey, boom. Hey, you gotta play a little bit better defense than that. I'm with hey, hey, nice try. Better luck next time. So he hit you with that that that, that peaceful trash talk. <laughs> Tim Duncan's a villain, bro. He's I, I a mean, villain. I, but I mean we it, gotta put a, hey, know, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna put a poll out on that one. I'm glad you said that. There you go. Because, you know, Tom Brady is also considered a villain. Is he, though? He is. And it because they're good at what they do. I guess you could say that. I hated it, Tom Brady for a long until he went to Tampa. It, that's what I'm saying, though. If he's not on your team, you hate him. Uh, they just mad. Okay, he going to t- Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, but, Wallace, you know what they say. If you can't beat them, join us. Okay, so KD said, hey, Steph, can I come out west? Steph said, come on, I'll show you how to win. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what LeBron did. He couldn't win in, in, uh, in Cleveland. He had to learn how to win. But when you look at different sports, you have to have villains. You have teams that are villains. The Raiders, yes, Wallace, J- Brady was a villain. Brady was a villain. He was. He was. Now, now, Jay, to me, in football, it is harder to designate a villain. No. Because how do you designate no. a villain in football? No. And Dominican Sue is a villain. Okay. Why? Because of dirty plays? Villain. So, Von, so now you can say Vontez Burfitt was a, was a villain. I love, I love Vontez Burfitt. He's a villain. But I love <laughs> villains, though. But he's a villain. Of course you do. You're black. You're a black comic book superhero kind of guy. You love villains. You're <laughs> listen. That's why that's up right now. I love villains. But he is listen. Uh, that's that's just that's what they are, right? They're villains because either they're awesome and they make you mad and they beat your team and you can never beat them and that's just like. The Raiders are villains. I don't know why they don't win anything, but they always seem to be villains. So who would be who would always. be a villain on the Dallas Cowboys? If a you, villain on the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, who's a villain on the Dallas Cowboys, bro? Gosh. Uh again, you'd have to be good. That limits it. Oh um, damn. <laughs> damn. I would almost say. It would be a tie between actually no Diggs. Damn. Diggs would be a villain. You think? I, I'm not sure it's funny. I look at no one on the Cowboys team as a villain because I don't I just don't. I really like Cowboys team is mm. just like I think as a whole, I, your, your owner is a villain. 
Yes. A player, yeah. there's no player that I don't think there's one player that everybody just on like, oh my God, I can't stand him. I it would be Diggs. Him. It would be Diggs. If anybody, it would be Diggs because because of his play and of what he does. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you have what seven interceptions in, in a in a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, okay. that I think they get you there. Um it's time, man. That's a good one. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to save that one. That's almost like a whole little segment within itself, That's a, bro. Man. That's a chop shop right there. It is. It is. I mean, but you damn it, hold on. We gotta. My computer's going. You might need to hit play on this one. Never mind. I'm gonna hit it. But <laughs> Dylan, Brooks, what, what 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 he's doing right now? What game is doing right now? Will make you say this. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! Oh hell no! Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> hey, go to the link in the bio. Go get your Oh, hell no t-shirt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Technology, man. Don't be mad at me, bro. That, man, that threw me all the way off. This is a part of the, the cast when we look at stuff throughout the week that make it say, "Oh hell no!" Um, yeah, I'm with both of these, but but you know I'm gonna let you go first on this one, so I'm, I'm gonna let you kind of pick that one. All right, so you know J Stars and I like to find things going on in the sports world that just really make you go, "Oh hell no!" Nah. And this is one that had a couple different points to it, Jay. So I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone's uh, familiar with. Uh, I think it's Anton Davis. He plays for Detroit Mercy. He's yeah, a fifth-year senior, and he was close to breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record of 3,664 points. Yes. Um, and he fell three points shy of breaking this record. Four points. Four points shy of breaking this record. Okay. There you go. But anyway, he's, he's four points shy. <laughs> he made a comment that said he feels like the NCAA cheated him and slighted him um, of not being able to break this record because they did not put them in the CBI tournament. So I don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with this. The CBI is the College Basketball Invitational Tournament. It's like you got the NCAA tournament, the NIT, and the CBI. So some of these teams that played well enough don't make those two. They'll put in this other tournament. Well, Detroit Mercy, Jay Stoggs, Mm-hmm. Finished fourteen and nineteen, and yep. they went nine and eleven in their conference. Yes. So to me, I'm saying, oh hell no! How do you think you deserve to get put into a tournament with the yes. losing record? Now, yes. If he really wants to be mad, his shooting percentage in the last game in the, in the second round game of the Horizon League tournament, he was like four for man. Where is it at yeah. here? Now I don't see it. Anyway, all he had to do was win. If he would have made two more shots, yeah, he would have got the record, and he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah be, open looks, yeah, to be mad of not getting an invite and saying that they the NCAA cheated you is a oh hell no for me because a fourteen and nineteen team does not deserve yeah. postseason play, especially if you think you should get it just so you could break a record. No, so, you so, had the opportunity to break it and you missed it. Yeah. So here's the other side of that too, man. The CBI uh, tournament, you also pay to get in. 
So the college would pay to get into that tournament. It's like $27,000 to pay to get into the tournament, right? So there's that other part. The other part of it is that Pete Maravich did it in 83 games. This guy did it in 144 games. So (laughs) he had a whole extra year, and he wanted a tournament to go break the record. He Maravich did it in like three years. He was yeah. He basically did it in five. So I mean, there's there's a lot of things at play now. I get it. There were calls uh, for them not to go in for that reason. They did not want to see him break the record because they felt like, look, you didn't get it legitimately. Like right. that that was the thing. Like uh, like his son, like Pete Maravich's son, was like, you don't deserve it. He's like, no slight against him, but what? you're but. You're 14 and 19. You pay you're you're getting into a pay-for-play tournament. <laughs> it took you this long, like so like he has some single se- single season records, but nah, my guy. Hey, hey, shout out to you, man. You set some records that'll be in in somebody's book for yeah. a long time. Yes. But, and I know it used to be like this for football a long time ago. You know, back a while, long time ago, some whatever you did in a bowl game did not count didn't towards count. Right. records because it was right. an extra game that everybody didn't always get, right? So right. here it is, a pay-to-play tournament mm-hmm. should have counted anyway. Yeah. Should you be able yeah. to add those on to a college record playing in a tournament that you would have paid to play in anyway? I think that's a good question. Hey, man, that is a... Good job of adding to those points, Jay. I really appreciate it, bro. But yeah, to me, that's not oh hell now. Nah. Quit crying about a record that you didn't yeah. get. Congratulations on getting close, but no cigar. Yeah. And, and just and just ride it out, bro. There you go. Um, because that was that was actually gonna be like my oh hell now, nah, but I was like, you know what, we can share it. I, I did put one in, but I, I like that one even better, man. Um yeah. That and you know, and they did make excuses. So his dad is a coach, nothing against that. But, you know, they were saying that they had injuries throughout the season. So, you know, they finally have the whole team back together. Hey, that's everybody. That's every team. That's every program. Welcome to college sports, bro. That's what For it is. For real. Sorry that it happened and sorry that it happened this year. But, man, come on. you, Nah. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Hey, let's go ahead and let's get into this next segment. Uh, gosh. It's time for Keep It On The Court. March Madness style. Oh, oh hell no nah again. <laughs> oh, the computer's like, look, it's late. <laughs> yeah, hey, like, hey man, I, I'm sleepy. Uh, yo, first one. Princeton, the darling of the tournament right now. Man. How far do you think they go? Um, well, considering I had them losing in the first round and in the Sweet 16 now, Jay, why not Elite Eight, at least? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said no. No? no? I, no. I mean, get out of here. is it because you don't want to see them there or you don't think they yes. could get there? I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it now, okay? You're tired of the, up, the upsets now? It was cute. It was nice. It's time to it's time to move on, okay? Here we are, man. So, I mean, here we keep going. I mean, I just uh, you know, you, you sound like you're being a hater right now, Jay. I am being a hater. My TCU Horn Frogs lost to Gonzaga. It sucks. 
And, and they, so they, they played a good game. They should have won that game. They played a really good game, but they lost, and so that's what it is. And um, Jay, they played Creighton. They Creighton's good now. The Creighton Blue Jays are not a bad team at they're all. They six. Beat Baylor. They 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 always play well. Yeah. But this this is a very winnable game for Princeton, bro. Like, it is. And then they get the oh my god. Okay, stop playing. Then they play the winner of on oh, their mind. It's the winner of San Diego State and Alabama. Yeah. So whoever win that game, go. But, but I, that's there. Can we say? Can we say Princeton can get to the Final Four? No. <laughs> if everyone is saying Alabama's so good, they better they than that. Team per- rolling. They better than Purdue. We doing that? Is that is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? <sighs> Go Cougs. Look. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Go Cougs. Hey man, you've been to so many schools, I forget which one you, That's versus, true. you know, I've you been to that one. TCU. Now you're talking about Houston. You gonna yes. tell me that you did an online class at uh at University of Mi- at uh you know in Miami or Xavier no. or something, no. and you gonna go somewhere? No. Come on, bro. No, I did online courses at University of Maryland. I did. So, go Terps. So there you go. It's not a marathon, you know. It's not. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, people. It's a journey. <laughs> so I get. So when it's tournament time, I get to root for a lot of people. A lot of. A lot of programs. That's just the way it works, man. Um, seven women's knocked off Ole Miss, or got knocked off by Ole Miss. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, I think that's great for the game, as well as Miami knocking off uh, Indiana. Indiana. Hey, dude, that was a great game one. last night. Like I was, I was locked in, and I feel, I feel sorry for this young lady for uh, Indiana. She missed a layup, and then late in the game, she was dribbling, trying to get that last shot off, and got the ball stolen. I was like, I was like, damn, she gonna catch hell, and I was like. I, I I hope that they don't put the whole game on her because of two bad plays. But I told my wife it's because her edges wasn't done before the game started that she messed up. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry, dog. I'm so dead. You know, I'm just you know, <laughs> you know, I, I took an ignorant pill before I went to bed last night, man, and just and it still ain't worn. <laughs> Jay, her edges and a little ponytail in the back was toe up, bro. It just. <laughs> hey, don't single scream because I. Hey, man. Yeah, that's that's. Boy, I'm sorry. It just wasn't done, man. Well, you know. Really, flag on the play, boy. Uh. No, I I think it was it was the whole team and and if you're if you're that close and you're number one in Miami, I believe was either seven or nine or something like that. You they should have been that close. But you know what? I, I think lower than that or nine. The way it's going the women's basketball bracket this year, it's good because I'm not trying to be funny. You used to be able to look at the women's bracket and just pick all the higher seeds, and it went like they used yeah. to almost always have number all four number ones in the final four. Yeah. Yeah, so Stanford, Baylor, seeing the parity and the upsets of people getting knocked out. You yeah. know, I I want Gino and UConn to get knocked out too. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? I just I like it. 
They have a great team that is clicking right now. Yeah. Don Staley and them got that buzz saw that everybody got to run up against them. True. I mean, South Carolina going to have to be really off to lose to, to this tournament. They will, I think, but I mean, personally. hey, it is what it is. Um, FDU coach Tobin Anderson, you think he's going to get swooped up? Hey, man, it happens think- all the time. The St. Peter's coach yeah. got swooped up by Seton Hall last year. Tobin yeah. Anderson, man, and this is what is just his first year. He came from St. Thomas Aquinas out of New York, which is yeah. a D2 school. He brought his best player from that school with him, who mm-hmm. is you know turned into somewhat of a star here in this tournament. And why not? I mean, he may not get the opportunity again. I I, I think someone offers him a job at a bigger school. I'm not saying much bigger, yeah. but but mid major is bigger than after yeah. you got in on a technicality. They didn't even win their tournament. The team that won the tournament didn't have didn't satisfy. The NCAA Division One uh, prerequisites yet, which is a stupid rule. Like, if that's the case, why even let them play in a tournament, bro? Listen, Kansas didn't win Big Twelve. There was a number one seed. Texas won the Big Twelve. There were two seed. I mean, it this this whole thing about seeding and getting in and tournaments, yeah. and that's why I'm like, look, if you win your championship, if you win your conference, you should be higher seed than everyone else. Okay. From your conference. Whatever. You you did it. Or the championship doesn't matter. The regular season matters more. Uh, it's just just saying, man. It just it just it just goes all over me. Will he get scooped up? Yeah, absolutely. Mid-major, probably. Um, and it sucks for FDU because now you probably won't see him again if Tobin is gone. Because <laughs> he's gonna take the players. That he had it, you know, uh, St. Quinas Aquinas or whatever, and St. Thomas Aquinas, and then he took over to FDU, and then the good players he had at FDU, he's going to take over to that mid-major, and that's that's just how it works. They too and little, especially with this bro. portal. Yeah, huh? you're right. You're right. Some, with this yeah. portal, you can go anywhere you want to, yeah, which man. is good for them, but, you know, sucks for the schools. Uh, last one, NBA playoff race. Yeah. <sighs> First, do you even like the playing game? Do you like this new format of the NBA? I don't. There's about three years in now. I don't like it. I get it, but I don't like it. I I think that you get reward. You reward mediocrity. It's like just just keep it at the top eight, man, and, and call it a day. If you don't make the, the eighth position, you don't get in, and boom. I think it's more than the money. I think it's uh, prestige. I think it's more than the money, Wallace. I think it's I think it's prestige. Oh, that was for the Tobin Anderson thing. Yeah, that's the Tobin Anderson. You think prestige yeah. too? Yeah. I got Because, listen, if I go to a mid-major, they're going to have more money, obviously, but it's also the prestige. Mm. So I think if every I go, coach wants to advance and get to that bigger program. Sure. All sure. The bigger so is not I always go, better. Well, I mean, if I can go to, like, let's say Ole Miss, or if I can go to St. John's, or if I can go to Rutgers. Mm. Rutgers is mid-major, but it's more prestige. You'll get more money. It's more prestige. Mm. There you go. You know, hell, he may go to Purdue. Damn. That part. Yeah. Anyway, NBA playoff race. I I don't like the play-in game because it just sucks. Because 
It just sucks. And I get why they're doing it so it can help to stop tanking. But how about you just – if you see – like, you know teams that are tanking. Yeah. When, 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 when their star player or players are not playing for weeks at a time or get traded or they're hurt all the time, Tanking sucks. Yeah, we hate it. Load management sucks. Load management is the worst. The playing game sucks too. It's yeah. NBA has got a lot they need to fix. Yes, they do a lot of things right, but they do a lot of things wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll still so. watch it, but they need to fix some things, man, because it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth of what goes on sometimes. Well, I think also, like that's why people don't go to the games as much. I uh, they. Well, I can't say that because they're still, you know, sold out or at least some games are still sold out, Jay. But at the same time, don't there's a lot of caution, I think, now going to games because you don't know if your favorite player is going to play or not. Like you, it's it's a crapshoot when you walk into the arena and stuff. You just like, ooh, what would they play? It, you know, I mean, if LeBron's sitting on the court on the side on the sideline in street clothes. But I didn't pay, you know, $500 to sit up in the rafters because the Lakers are in town. I'm pissed. I'm I'm upset. Anthony Davis is sitting in street clothes. Like, all the star players are sitting in street clothes because so they know, still, hey. I'm not even a Lakers fan, Jay. But for them to win the game, they won, I can't even remember who they beat. And then the next night, because of back-to-back, they hold him out and they go to Houston and lose. It's like, come on, bruh. Give me a break. You're supposed to be making a push to secure a spot to get y'all to the damn playoffs, and you're going to take a break and get beat by the Houston Rockets for, like, no damn reason. It's Come on, man. It's – woo, Jesus. Hey, man, <laughs> NBA got to face a lot. The playoff race is tight. It's like yeah. I almost don't even care. I want the playoffs to start, but it's like yeah. until the playoff playing game is over, it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, hey, it's time for one of the worst segments ever. One got to go. Hater. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I know. It's getting late. It's probably past the buff nerd's bedtime. But hey, uh, keeping it with basketball themes and NBA playoffs. It's- Yes. Came up with this one got to go. The 94-95 Chicago Bulls, mm. 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors, mm. the 1970-71 Milwaukee Bucks, or the 85-86 Celtics. One got to go. Whoa. And our Bucks team, that was Kareem, or back in Lou Alcindor then, and Big O. Big O. Yeah. I would say I would say the Bucks. Really? Um, I did not think that you would say that, Jay. Honestly, I didn't. You Bucks. surprised me, bro. If you look at the three other teams, they were so complete, one through five, that and they were, I mean, yeah. Um 
yeah, they they were so complete one through five that when you look at that Bucks team, besides Lou Alcindor, or better known BK, um, BKA, better known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and uh, the big old Oscar Robinson. I mean, that's that's it. Like you don't know anybody else from that squad. Facts. You know, but you can name off that we said it was the 94, 95 95, you can name off 95, 96 bulls one through five, one through seven, you know, maybe even one through 12 for some, um, what was the other one? The Warriors 17, 16, 17 golden state warriors. You can name, you can name that five right there. The 85, 86, uh, Boston Celtics team. You can name that. You can name those one through five. Right, so yeah, that's yeah, it's the Bucks for me. I say Celtics just because I don't like Boston. Come on, man. Come I know. On. I mean, you already made the you already made the point. The, you and you made a very valid point for Milwaukee being the one to get rid of. Wallace said the same thing. I just gotta say something different. Not that I really believe it. <laughs> just gotta say something different, bro. That's why the segment sucks. So. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's three weeks in a row where I hit you with some good ones, good. bro. Was, you made me put a little bit more work into into the segment because yeah, how know. much you hate it. I everyone hates it, but that no, was a, not everyone, just you. Anyway, but you know what? No one hates. Top. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man. I still go. Go. Let's go. That's right. This is the top five. Some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some have a top 25. Some even bunk out and have a top 10, but not here. Not on Big Game Sports Buzz. We keep it 100 by saying, look, who's in, who's out. Top five tonight, top five rap duos. Duos, did you like that game? That was very, I felt very good when I did that. Hey man, your energy was, 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 was live, brother. It was live. I, I Let's felt, go. I felt it. It was, it was trickling through the computer monitor, bro. So, for everybody that doesn't know, man, Jay Stoggs now, this is our what second season of Big Game Sports Buzz together, and I think our very second, our second episode. Jay's like, hey, man, let's do a top five. Let's do top five rap groups. And I come up with my rap groups, y'all. You know, I'm breaking it down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I got this. And I spit my groups off. And he goes, that's not a group. I'm like, what? That's not a group. That's a duo. I was like, this mother lover right here is going to be that technical. So tonight, I just was thinking about it. I was like, it's time to rip off duos, Jay Styles. So, you know, I did my best. To come up with five duos that I think had a, a good impact on the rap game, man. All right, are you now ready look, to see? Before before you get started, I asked before we came on. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, does the DJ count? And he, this is what he said to me. I wish I had a recorded. This is what he said to me. <laughs> we'll just have to see the list. <laughs> Oh man, because I I feel like I know where you're going with that. Hey, you already know. Anybody, hey guys, are y'all still on here watching? Drop your top five rap <laughs> duos 
in the comments. And if you're watching this later, still drop your top five. Yeah. And let us know if you think a DJ counts or doesn't yeah. count for Does a duo. Does a DJ count in a rap duo? If the if the DJ's name is in the group name, then that makes it a trio and not a duo. Anyway, <laughs> without further <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, I'm gonna give you my top five. Hey, right, so here we go. My top five rap duos in no particular order, believe it or not. Uh, number five, I got the Dog Pound from the West Coast. <laughs> the Dog Pound. Um, number four, Eight Ball and MJG. Hit hard, hit harder. Space Age pimping, all that good stuff. Eight Ball, MJG. Uh, Jason Dogs is, is doing things he shouldn't do, making me laugh. Uh, number three. EPMD, J Stogs, you got to chill. Okay. Number two, UGK, Pimp C, Bun B, rest in peace, Pimp. And then Outcast, which started and sparked this whole debate from the start anyway. O U T Cast. Yes, sir. Andre 3000, Thanks. Big Boy, Daddy Festax. Wallace is that no DJ. I have a, I have an honorable mention. Well, if DJs don't count, yeah, then I, I would have. I would have. Go ahead. I won't say it. That's fine. See, this is what you do. <laughs> I didn't put them in though. I would finish your list, and I'll, I'll tell you who my honorable mention was, bro. Since I was keeping with the spirit of what this was, I how was was presented. I didn't hit all duos. Right? I didn't hit all duos. I agree with you, Outcast, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I also agree, A Ball MJG, one of the greatest duos, and I would say underrated duos of all time. UGK, Underground Kings, come on. That's diamonds up against that wood. Let's go. Gangstar, that is a great rap duo. He comes. See how he come in? No. No. Okay. And of course, one of the ones that I truly, truly love. I love these two brothers as they rap together. Black Star. Most Def, Talib Kweli. They both rap. They're duos. They're group. Sorry, a duo. What are you going to say? Nah, man. Hey, Black Star's a good one, but Gangstar. Yes. No, you're you're counting the DJ as a, as the second person in the group. No, oh, he says stuff on sometimes. No, man. No, 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 no. no. He says stuff sometimes. That's some bull right there, dog. You know that. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? Whatever. You're just not telling me I can count DJs. No, I didn't. Well, that that DJs don't count. You just now telling me Wallace. I mean, no, no, you said that. You said we'll look back because I knew I knew you were going to go with something just to try to be different, dog. And it's it's okay, man. We talking about be different. What are you talking about? Like, like I had to leave out. So I would have said, well, I okay that, and I left off Eric B and Rakim because realistically. Eric B is the DJ. Rakim is the MC. It's not really Correct. a group, is it? Correct. 
Correct. But that's is that not considered a duo? Because it's a duo. It's two of them. <laughs> what about salt and pepper? We go. They ain't top five anyway. I'm sorry, what did you just say? I said they're not top five. Salt and pepper? Wow. Top 10? Salt and pepper is a top five rap duo. Then why were they on your list, Jay? Because of the DJ. They're a group. Spin everybody knows Spinderella. Everybody knows Spinderella. So they're a trio there. Are they? You did say everybody they? knows Spinderella. And Spinderella started rapping rap. on their later. She started rapping in their later albums. Oh my god! She didn't. No, not in my mind. Damn, with your mind, dog. This is real. <laughs> this is real. Tell my mind. Tell See, with your mind. <laughs> I mean, y'all let us know right what you think. Is yeah, Salt and Pepper a rap duo or a trio? Wallace, Wallace. Wallace, duh, they are a top five. They're not top five. Who do you put over Salt and Pepper? Shit, the five groups I just said I got over Salt and Pepper. EPMD? Hell yeah. Eric Sherman, man. Eric Sherman in in Paris making dollars? Shit. Paris didn't even rap. Didn't even rap. He did? It was trash. Relax your mind, let your conscience be free. Get down with the styles of a PMD. Come on, Jay. Come on, man. You I'm you like you like you talk about gangstar and you don't even like EPMD. Come on, bro. I wish I could play it without I'm, getting I'm a putting, license. I'm putting salt and, and pepper over. I'm putting salt and pepper over EPMD. Whatever. That's your business. Push it. You got to push it real. Man, come on. When that came out, you was bopping it. Don't even try it, bro. Hey, shit! I had a I had a crush on all three of them. That ain't the point. I'm saying, that ain't I'm the saying, point. I'm saying, drop down saying. lyrically, letting it go. Salt Pepper wrapped some written commercial stuff for them, dog. Oh my gosh, bro! They are what's considered party rap. Party it, rap. That was the '80s. EPMD was the '90s. It was different. It's a different time, different era. Okay, man. Okay. Like, oh, oh, like Run DMC was dropping knowledge. They they were dropping hard Hell, lyrics. What's going on across the sea, yeah, dog. <laughs> stop. You know what? We're putting this on Chop Shop. He's, you need to stop with this. Hey, man. Just hey, bring it up and read to my, I'm so... No, you got to say this for an episode I'm on. I won't be on Chop Shop for no, the next two weeks, I'm man. saving it for tomorrow. That way we can have some people that, you know, they're they going to say something right and real and not what you just said. Salt and pepper, not top five. That's what we're doing? You know, I'm, I'm Jay Stocks, the buff nerd. Check me out tomorrow, Chop Shop, 830. Probably. He's salty, <laughs> y'all. He all in this feeling. I'm not right salty. Now. I'm not salty. I'm not in my feelings. <laughs> you just hitting all the buttons. Come on, big game. Let's get no. out of here, man. Hey, man, for the Buff Nerd, Jay Stoggs, I'm your boy, Big Game James. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to Big Game Sports Buzz. Make sure y'all check out Jay Stoggs, the Buff Nerd, A Reed, the musicologist, and Aunt Jay on the Chop Shop 
Check out Big Game Entertainment for all of our content. Stay tuned. We got some other things working. Again, thank you for tuning in. And until next week, y'all be easy. I can't find out. Yeah.